Welcome to the very first episode of the Fueled and Well podcast. I'm Brittany, a registered dietitian, and I love teaching women how to ditch dieting, tune back into their bodies, and feel confident in their health choices with intuitive eating. Today's episode will give you an overview of what intuitive eating is and what it isn't. I'll also share both proven benefits of this approach and some of the overarching ways I've seen intuitive eating be really impactful for my clients. If you are curious about intuitive eating but aren't quite sure if it's for you, this episode is a must. Now let's dive in. Step one, I just want to define what intuitive eating is. So at its simplest, right, at its core, intuitive eating is a self-care eating framework, which is going to integrate a couple of different principles like emotion, rational thought, instinct, and personal experience, okay? So it is not like a straightforward diet plan that doesn't take into account you as an individual. Intuitive eating is also an evidence-based model that is weight-inclusive. We'll talk about what that means in a second. And emphasizes eating both for your health but also for a healthy relationship with food instead of for the sole purpose of manipulating your weight or the way your body looks. Okay, so let's break down that sentence a little bit because I think it's really important and I think it's where people sometimes get lost when they are stressed out by food but feel like, oh, but maybe intuitive eating isn't the right choice. Okay, so the evidence-based model piece, super important, not the sexiest, most interesting thing, but there is a lot of research on how intuitive eating improves not only people's relationship towards food, but also their health outcomes. So there is legitimate support for approaching your health in this way, even if it looks a little different than what the typical here's how you get healthy approach might look like. Okay, so there is support for it, which is very important. I would not be sharing something with you if it were just a shot in the dark or a new woo-woo trend that doesn't have any support behind it, okay? And the weight-inclusive aspect of that definition means regardless of your body size, you have the right to practice intuitive eating to support your health. The only caveat I will throw in is if you are struggling currently with an eating disorder, intuitive eating is going to be there for you when your body is stable. But if your body is not stable due to a lack of food, intuitive eating has to wait for a hot second, okay? Other than that, though, regardless of your body size, your health status, any of that, intuitive eating can improve how you think and feel about food and also your overall health as it relates to your nutrition. Obviously, we can't transform an aspect of your health that nutrition cannot directly change, right? But we can still get those changes in your health that you're hoping for, even without focusing on restriction or weight loss or body manipulation or cutting out food groups. So it's a really cool approach. We will get into, in future episodes, a ton of facets about it and action steps and really dig deep, but I just want you to have that 10,000 foot sort of view with today's episode. Okay. And now, before we jump into some of the benefits, let's just talk for a quick second about what intuitive eating isn't, because I 
think this is where the wires get crossed sometimes on social media. And I could rant about this for days. But again, I know your time is valuable, so I will not. But let's talk about it, okay? So what intuitive eating is not? It is not a weight loss approach. I'm going to try not to spend a lot of time here, but listen to that again. Intuitive eating is not a means for intentional weight loss, okay? That does not mean that you cannot start working on intuitive eating when you are feeling some stress or pressure or some expectation around your weight. That does not mean that you cannot practice intuitive eating if your doctor has put some sort of label on your weight that indicates you are unhealthy, okay? But what it means is if you see somebody online talking or anywhere, really, I just see it a lot online because that is where a lot of the information is coming from now. If you see somebody speaking about intuitive eating and weight loss in terms of like a guarantee or a direct outcome of intuitive eating, I would run the other way because they are going to sell you your relationship with food can be so much better, but also you can lose weight and that is what's going to make you like food in your body more. That, my friend, is just a wolf in sheep's clothing of a diet, right? And I know it's really tempting to be pulled in by those kinds of messages, but anybody who is telling you, here, you can learn how to eat intuitively and I can guarantee that you are going to lose weight or look differently at the end of it, either is not trained in intuitive eating, so you're not probably getting what you think you're getting, or is using intuitive eating because it's pretty popular right now to draw you in because they know that the weight loss outcome is a a catchy one, right? So that doesn't mean that nobody loses weight when they're on intuitive eating, but it's not our intention, our direct outcome that we're driving or that we're striving for. And the two can coexist, but weight loss is not like something we're going to actively practice when we're intuitive eating because it's a conflicting factor. It gets in the way. Okay. It's also not just for thin people, just for people with eating disorders, just for quote unquote healthy people. Even if you have a condition that you have to manage like diabetes or high blood pressure or PCOS, you can incorporate a lot of this intuitive eating work. It's not a hunger and fullness diet. And here's one more that I really want you to hear if you're skeptical. It is not giving up on your health. I hear so many people say, Intuitive eating is the easy way out, or it's for people that don't care anymore or don't want to have discipline. I would argue that if you're coming from a place where food feels really uncomfortable and hard and it's stressful and it's taking up a ton of your life, I would argue it takes more discipline to learn intuitive eating and pull yourself out of it than to stay where you are right now. And that's not to say that discipline is something that we all have to have in every aspect of our life and it's the end-all be-all. But if you're hearing that intuitive eating is just giving up or a lack of caring, it's not true. It just looks different than how people typically think we behave when we are caring about our health, which is like crash dieting or spending two and a half hours in the gym or cutting out every food group we can think of essentially, right? We don't have to take care of our health that way in this space. And in fact, I would say 
that is not improving your health at all. It's probably making it worse if that is a primary goal of yours. So that's what intuitive eating is and is not in a 10-minute nutshell, okay? We could spend days talking more about that nuance and we will get into it in future episodes, but there's your crash course. So let's talk briefly about some of the benefits of intuitive eating because I do think that's really important. So there was a study done in 2016 that looked at intuitive eaters as self-reported, right? So people who said, yes, I believe myself to be an intuitive eater and they had to meet some criteria and then compared them with self-reported dieters, okay? And in that study, they found some incredible stuff that I have seen a lot of it play out with my clients as well. So yes, research is beautiful, but also getting to experience it or see your clients experience it, that solidifies it for me. So this 2016 study showed that intuitive eaters as compared to dieters had higher body appreciation and satisfaction, motivation to exercise, food variety, interoceptive awareness, which means essentially we'll get into it in future episodes, but their their ability to sense what's going on in their own body. So even things like noticing faster heart rates, recognizing certain physical sensations in their body, they're more connected to those things. And greater pleasure from eating. Okay, so intuitive eaters reported all of those positives, essentially. And then on the flip side, we also saw in this study that intuitive eaters as compared to dieters have lower rates of disordered eating, loss of control eating, binge eating, blood pressure, body dissatisfaction, and triglycerides. So in that list alone, we're hitting three different facets of your health, right? The triglycerides and the blood pressure, non-negotiable physical signs of improved health, the lower rate of disordered eating, loss of control, and binge eating. Those are food behaviors. So behavioral health or your habits we're seeing improvements in. And less body dissatisfaction, which is a big element of our mental health, our self-talk. So we're hitting all these different buckets, right? Physical signs of health in your body what your habits are looking like, and also what your mindset or mental health around this stuff is looking like. That is huge, huge. So anybody who tells you, oh, intuitive eating is just a cop-out and blah, blah, blah. It's just an excuse to eat donuts or whatever food they want to demonize. That's not the root of this. Remember that definition from the beginning. It's a self-care framework that is evidence-based and weight-inclusive prioritizing both your health and a healthy relationship with food. The two can coexist, okay? I promise you I've seen it time and time again. So let's jump into just for the last couple minutes here, a few of the biggest benefits that I have seen my clients obtain when they dive into intuitive eating, okay? One, and I genuinely coming from like my own history, which that'll be episode four, but I think this one is easily one of the most transformational. Clients, as they get into intuitive eating, as they get practiced at it and they get some reps, they report such a significant drop in how often they're thinking about food. I've had clients come to me and when I ask them, how often do you think about food? 
It's more than anything else they think about, more than their job, more than school, more than their relationships. I had one client who was planning a wedding who said, I'm just pushing off tasks and giving them to other people or taking them off my list because I don't have time because all I think about is food. And intuitive eating gives you that time back. At the beginning, just like any skill, just like anything you are learning or unlearning, yes, it requires some time and effort, obviously, to integrate into your current habits and your current mindset. However, the beautiful thing about intuitive eating is once you've gotten yourself into a semi-practiced state, right? It's not going to happen week one. But once you've gotten into it a little bit, you get so much time back to live your life, right? However that looks for you, whatever you want to actually be spending time on. Because if I had to guess, it's not obsessing over the number of grams of fat you ate today. You didn't start a plan or a new routine in the hopes of getting healthier and also in the hopes of spending three and a half hours a day planning out meals and analyzing them in my fitness pal. That last piece is just an outcome of an unhealthy approach to food, right? We don't have time for that. We're busy. We got shit to do. If I can give you your time back by showing you how to improve your relationship with food, and that's the only thing you end up getting, I would say coming from a place where I thought about food 24-7, that would be worth it to me. I don't know about you, but okay, so that's benefit one. Getting time back, getting headspace back, getting brain capacity back. It's huge. And then step two is they are able to be so much more consistent with how they care for themselves, which feels so good. It gives you such a sense of self-efficacy, right? That feeling of, oh, I can do this for myself. I can take time to prioritize and behave in a way that makes me feel really good. And that's something that a lot of people who come from dieting think they're never going to have. You've probably said it before. Oh, I just, I'm not disciplined enough. Oh, I struggle with motivation. Or I can't stick to anything for that long. Or I'm not sure exactly how it shows up for you, but probably something like that. And that's because I would guess that when you have taken health matters into your own hands before by way of a diet or an exercise program, it was something that wasn't sustainable and wasn't tailored to you. Intuitive eating is a long, a lifelong approach and you are in the driver's seat. So it's not only long-term, it's also the most individualized way that you can look at your health because you are the one calling the shots. Not a meal plan, not my fitness pal, um, not that Instagram guru whose workouts you follow. You are the one calling the shots because we teach you how to reconnect to your body, how to prioritize your health in a way that actually makes sense for you and gets you excited. And we remove that diety talk of you need to be disciplined. Never miss a Monday. You can undo that mistake tomorrow. That's not the world we operate in when we practice intuitive eating. It is so rooted in self-compassion and 
progress over perfection and being curious about our choices and how they affect us instead of shaming ourselves for our choices. And that feels incredibly good. And when you get to feel like that, there isn't a lot of, ooh, I fell off the the wagon, quote unquote, right? All that talk that is so rooted in like black and white thinking with how we tend to approach diets and exercise in our bodies. Like there's no room for that here. We'll get rid of that so that you can actually just show up for your goals and your body and yourself on a relatively regular basis. That doesn't mean every day is perfect, but we're not really going for perfect. We're going for something that's going to nourish our bodies and also our minds long term and something that works for us. And that's a beautiful place to operate from, especially if you've spent years being told you didn't lose the weight because you didn't follow the plan close enough. Or did you have too many cheat days? Like, ugh, how defeating, right? That takes away your power. Intuitive eating gives you that back, the power to choose for yourself, the power to feel good in your body. And to not be shamed into acting differently. So those are probably the two biggest benefits that I've seen in clients, aside from a million other things that have happened to individuals. But getting your time back and feeling confident enough in how you are behaving that you end up being pretty damn consistent and feel really good about that. All right, that is all I have for you today. If you are listening during launch week, you already have two more episodes available right now. And if this piqued your interest about intuitive eating, please be sure to subscribe. We put out new episodes every Tuesday and subscribing guarantees you won't miss them. Thank you so much for being here and for investing time in learning more about your health. I'll see you next time.